Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now for our story. Tonight in the living room of the Lane Farmhouse, Peggy Douglas was curled up on the couch. She had a book in her hand, but somehow Peggy couldn't concentrate on it. She was all alone, and although she ordinarily wouldn't have minded, tonight she felt rather jumpy. When a board creaked or the wind blew the branch of a tree against the house, she found herself looking over her shoulder uneasily. Oh, just nerves, she told herself. Lately, so many things had gone wrong. Carla Descari had been injured. Bill Meade was under suspicion. Mario disappeared. But perhaps, Peggy mused, things would straighten out soon and she and Bill could be married begin to live the sort of life they'd planned for so long. It must come out all right. It must, Peggy told herself. And then she jumped up eagerly as she heard... Bill! Oh, Bill, darling! Why, Peggy, what's the matter? You're trembling. Oh, here, let's close the door. It's cold. Oh, it's just because I'm so glad to see you. I've been sitting here all alone and... Well, I guess the goblins are beginning to frighten me. Well, I'm going to have to shoo them away. Can't have any old goblins hanging around. Oh, that's right, Bill. Hold me tight. Oh, now I feel safe. Uh, you bet you're safe, honey child. Hey, <laughs> what is this? Are you really scared, or, or is it that you just want to be hugged? <laughs> a little of both, I guess. Hmm. Maybe it's a good thing I came out. You really are a little jittery, aren't you? Oh, I'm silly, I guess. I started thinking about everything that's been happening. I tried to tell myself it had all come out all right, Well, but... don't you worry, honey. It'll all be okay. Believe me. I hope you're right. <laughs> hey, where is everybody? Well, Lefty went to a lodge meeting, and Dr. Lewis telephoned, so Randy drove Aunt Mary in to see Kyla at the hospital, she... and... Don't tell me she's worse. Oh, no, Bill. Oh, well, that's good news. Well, we do have some good news around here once in a while. No, as a matter of fact, Carla's much better. Has she regained consciousness? Mm-hmm, that's why they called. Carla asked to see Aunt Mary. She probably wants to tell about what happened to her. Well, I'm certainly glad she's all right. Now, if Mario would show up and those two could be reconciled, that'd clear up this whole thing. Mm. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Mm. I wonder where Mario is. Oh, it's odd the way he disappeared so completely. He must have hopped a train, Peggy, or, or hitched a ride. That's the only explanation I can think of. I suppose so. And if he did, then it was Mario who did it. It must have been Mario. He was so frightened, he just wanted to get away. I don't... Mario doesn't even know that Carla's all right. He may think that... Yeah, he... I know, Peggy. I thought of that, too. The guy probably believes he killed Carla. And if he does, I hope he suffers enough for that thought to bring him to his senses. So do I. With all the needless, unnecessary, wasted emotion. Yeah. And look what his fool jealousy has put Carla through. And you too, Bill. 
<laughs> I don't mind so much about me. But I could knock Mariel's block off for putting you in the position of having people think that your future husband was making passes Bill, his... let's not talk about it anymore, huh? Oh. <laughs> okay. Now, how long has Aunt Mary been gone? Mm, almost two hours. Well, she should be home soon. Then she can tell us what actually happened out there at the Discarry Farm. Mm-hmm. But until then, tell me what happened to you today. Well, you didn't even phone me this afternoon. I kept expecting the phone to ring and nothing happened. I'm sorry, sweetheart. I was awfully busy and all the time just slipped away before I realized it. You know, I usually call you when I go out for coffee about three. But at three today, I was up to my ears and work. <laughs> it's all right. But don't work too hard, honey. <laughs> I won't. Well, David... You know something, Peggy? David Bowman is about the finest man I've ever met. You know, usually when you live with a person, well, you know how it is. You see them at their worst, when they're tired or cranky, in the morning before breakfast. Sometimes you, you have to reverse your whole opinion about people after you've lived with them for a while. Yes, I know. Um, Bill, tell me something. Do you snarl at people before breakfast in the morning? <laughs> no, I, I don't usually snarl, but if my breakfast partner gets too rambunctious, I just... Quietly glare him into silence. You know, fix him with a cold, forbidding eye. Oh, you frighten me. <laughs> Goodness, I must remember to sympathize with David next time I see him. He must be having a hard time with you. Mm, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, though, Peggy. David's been a surprise to me in more ways than one. He has? Yeah, he appears to be such a gentle, easygoing guy. But once he makes up his mind, that's that. You can't budge him. You mean David's stubborn? Well, I wouldn't call it stubborn. Well, that's more on the negative side. No, I mean, he's courageous. He sticks to his guns once he decides the thing's right. <laughs> this morning at breakfast, by the way, we had quite a little tussle. Oh, what was it about, Bill? Me. Oh, I see. Well, Bill, you're not a person who's easily swayed either, you know. Well, maybe not, but David goes me one better. <laughs> he certainly came out ahead this morning. Oh, good for David. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. Whose side are you on, anyway? I haven't even told you what it was about. Oh, well, then tell me so I can be sure you were wrong. Well, that's fine <laughs> talk from a wife to be. Well, actually, I hadn't decided yet whether David's right. I mean, from his standpoint. But it's swell of him to feel the way he does. You see, darling, I got to thinking about all this gossip and whatnot. You know, at least half the people in town suspect me of having thrown a passer to a car. I assume that Marion must have had some basis for his jealousy. Yes, I know, Bill. And I got to worrying about it from David's standpoint. From David? I don't see how it affects him. Well, don't you see, sweetheart? There I am living in his house and working for him at the bank. He's been boosting me along ever since I got out of the Army. Yes, I know, Bill, but... Well, don't you see? Everybody looks upon me as a sort of a... Well, a protege of his. Which I am, in a sense. So naturally, anything they think of me is bound to reflect on him. The way things stack up at present, it doesn't put him in a very favorable light. After all, darling, David's a businessman. He has to think of a bank, of his depositors and directors. Well, if they lose faith in his judgment of people, they might lose faith in his business judgment, too. Hmm. Hadn't thought of that. Yeah, well, it's been bothering me for some time. So, this morning, I told David I wanted to resign. You did, Bill? Mm hmm. But you need that job. Well, I plan to depend on your getting... <laughs> well, don't worry, darling. David wouldn't accept my resignation. In fact, he turned me down. Flat. Oh, thank heaven. Goodness, for a minute you had me scared, Bill. Anybody home? Oh, Aunt Mary, we're in here. Well, children. Hello, Aunt Mary. Good evening, dear. 
Well, I'm glad you were here to keep Peggy company. Mm, so am I. It's feeling awfully blue when he arrives. Here, give me a thing then, Mary. I'll hang them up for you. Thank you. I'll just put them down on the couch for a moment. I was so anxious to learn what happened and how Carla's feeling. Well, dear, Carla's going to be all right. Oh. But she's still pretty weak, of course. Dr. Lewis says she'll recover. Was she able to talk yet, Mary? Did she say what happened? No, dear. No, she didn't. You mean she wouldn't tell who struck her? You know, I had a hunch that's what she'd do. Just clamp down, say nothing. Well, your hunch was right, Bill. Fowler wouldn't say one word about what happened. But Aunt Mary, I don't understand. How could she refuse? Well, surely Carla realizes what it means. I mean, if the trouble is, Carla insists she doesn't remember anything. We tried to persuade her to everybody's advantage and that she tell the complete truth. But... Was the sheriff there, Aunt Mary? Oh, yes, Sheriff Goodman's there. Well, didn't he question Carla? Yeah, but it didn't do a bit of good. As a matter of fact, I thought it would have been better to have postponed questioning her until she was feeling better. Even though it means so much to all of us. Well, I don't see that at all, Aunt Mary. I don't think it's fair for her to withhold what she knows. Well, maybe she doesn't remember. That's possible, of course. But my feeling is that Carla's trying to protect Mario. But she has no right to. Not an innocent person like Bill has to suffer for it. I know, dear. And Mary, do you know what the sheriff plans to do now? No, I don't, Bill. And Mary, Bill, do you realize what this means? If Carla won't admit it was Mario, why then anybody's bound to think it's Bill's doing. They'll think you were the one, Bill. That you went out there to the disguise and tried to, well, practically murdered him. Now, wait a minute, sweetheart. Don't get upset. I'm not going to wait Will... for anything. Carla's got to tell the truth. She's got to understand what she's doing to you by trying to shield Mario. Yes, don't try to stop me, either of you. I'm going to the hospital and make Carla talk. Aunt Mary and Bill looked at each other in consternation. Peggy's sudden outburst had taken them both by surprise. Then Bill sprang up and dashed after the excited young girl. Thought he was too late. As he went down the steps of the front porch, the little pickup truck tore out of the garage and swooped through the gate to the main road. Bill stood watching its taillights disappear into the darkness. <laughs> 